I have a I have an interesting question for you. Hit me. Okay, if you could have any celebrities as your parents, they don't necessarily have to be together. You just get to like pick and choose them to like maybe they adopt you as their child and they're co-parenting you. Hmm. Who are you picking? Well, for the money, definitely Beyonce and Jay-Z. But for the home life, if I want, like my parents, like if my parents were celebrities, like who would I want my famous parents to be? I feel like my mom, I want Drew Barrymore. Because she's like, she'd be like Snow White, like come home from school and she'd be like baking a pie. Yeah. Who would I want my dad to be? I feel like that's the harder question. Mm, Adam Sandler? Because you know what? They're not together, but they do movies together. They have like really good chemistry. And like Adam Sandler would be like the funny dad and we would have like the funny house. Drew and Adam. Those are my dream celebrity parents. That's actually a really good pick. I actually don't know how I'm supposed to top that. Top that. Yeah. That's actually really good. Um... I feel like Lexi would be like um, Sharon Osbourne and Marilyn Manson. <laughs> it's Ozzy Osbourne, but um, <laughs> um, I got maybe the best ones. You really did. I would. I, my my gut instinct for my mom is probably like Lady Gaga, just because I feel she'd like she'd be a good mom. She'd be a good mom. She'd be fun. I feel like supportive. She'd be supportive of me and like drugs and <laughs> hair colors and yeah, like all the fun things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then for my dad, who'd you want your dad to be? I don't know. This is a tough one. Maybe maybe you have a single mom. Maybe I have a single maybe mom. Maybe Lady, Gaga's Lady Gaga is a single mom. I don't think I need a dad. You know what? No. <laughs> no. You look like you come from a single mom family anyway. <laughs> oh my God. It totally looked like your, you look like your dad was absent in your life. Um. <laughs> Do you have daddy issues? No. <laughs> God, I think, if, if, I think anybody who has celebrity parents has some sort of issue. I mean, probably. But don't see, we all? That's but. what I don't understand about the argument of like money doesn't buy you happiness. I really disagree with that because I'm like, all I would people, rather cry in a Mercedes than see. That's how I a feel. Broken down Toyota Camry. Thank you. Everyone's like, you guys don't. All these celebrities and the kids are like, you don't know what kind of pressure we're under. Like, we still have normal everyday problems. I, think that's, I, think I would that's love the for my dishwasher. That comes with fame, not the pressure that comes from money. I would love for my dishwasher to break down in my mansion in Calabasas versus like a tiny apartment in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, okay, I mean... Any celebrities out there, happiness, if, you, if you want some kids that are over 18 anyway just to adopt to fund a lifestyle, not like a sugar dad or sugar mom situation, just like out of the kindness of your heart, we're available. To be a sugar baby? That's not... No, we're not advertising that. That's not <laughs> That's not the commercial here. Oh, I thought that was what we were saying. We're advertising ourselves for adoption and we nobody even knows who we are. Let's no. introduce ourselves to our, our potential celebrity parent adopters. Yeah. Lady Gaga, please. I, Drew Barrymore. Please. I, I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. And we host the Rumor Mill podcast. But if you need us to sign an NDA, we will shut this all down real quick. We'll shut it <laughs> all down. If we just like disappear from the internet, just know our dreams came true. Yeah. <laughs> like tomorrow, <laughs> we'll be like on our way to Calabasas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got it. Let's get into it. Because like the reason we're talking about celebrity parents and celebrity kids and our fantasies is the nepotism baby debate. Mm. Now, what does nepotism mean, Spencer? Well, nepotism happens in all industries. It's kind of the, it's not who you know, or no, I was going to say, it's not who you know, it's what you know. Actually, it's the other way around. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you work in a job and your dad's the boss and you get promoted, that's nepotism. Yeah. And this has been your TED Talk on nepotism. Cool. I feel very educated. <laughs> this done. is actually an educational podcast now. Yep. Yeah. This is TED Talk. Well, let's jump into the, into the debate. So... Do you I know what this debate is about? I haven't seen this online. I had to explain what nepotism meant, so. 
Did well, you really I was just know asking it? for the oh, for the viewers. Okay, for the for the listeners. For yeah. the, okay, I was like, do you really not know what nepotism means? I was yeah. like, we need to have a discussion off camera. Like, <laughs> no, we're good. We're from good. your your single parent home. No. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, so the the I think it's nepo. Everyone's calling it the nepo baby discourse. Everyone's calling it mm-hmm. a discourse. I'm like, in pop culture, there's never a discourse. Like. This is not a like we're not like at a conference or something. It's it's a debate that everybody in the industry is having and actually celebrity parents and celebrity kids have been getting involved because mm-hmm. there was an article written calling out what everybody's saying the nepo babies short for nepotism babies in the industry and whether or not like we need to examine hollywood and the kids of celebrity parents and do they have a leg up in the industry is that a problem do we need to address it i'm like i think we have bigger fish to fry than figuring out why i didn't get the part over tom hanks's son in an audition no i mean even in like in the common workplace like at starbucks for example like if i buddy up to a manager and that manager knows that a higher position is opening up, they're probably going to tell me about it if they think that yeah. I'm qualified for it. Which is true to a certain extent, but I'm going to pull up this article and we can read about it because I, I feel like to discredit every child of a celebrity, Yeah, it I feel seems like, like is, this, is this really that much of an issue? Like, are we all just discovering nepotism? I feel like, like the, <laughs> the point, I think the point that they're trying to make, my guess would be, is that giving somebody a role for the sake of giving them the role like that specific person the role because of who their parents are like that's kind of fucked or like up. paris hilton becoming a singer for 10 minutes in like 20 2008 yeah. like did she become a singer because like she was talented and she made it no she went to a record exec and bought herself an album yeah like this but like i don't think that's necessarily new. a bad thing no, no like who cares just, if paris hilton made an album yeah so a couple years ago this all started because someone made a tweet about like a nepo baby and like the advantages of being in the industry with celebrity parents and it's just i find it funny that we're all like all of a sudden we're discovered like this reminds me of a skit from saturday night live called the day beyonce turned black which was a couple years ago and she put out one of her songs like like white people were discovering wait beyonce's black like we can't enjoy her music like it was a hilarious skit and it's just so obvious like if you're this a child of a celebrity are you not going to have privileges? Well, I'll just pull up the article and let's see what it has to say. Because okay. right now we're both on the same page yeah. that like it doesn't seem like a problem. We don't really care. Look at us on the same page. I know. This is rare. But we'll see if our, one of our minds or both yeah. of our minds are changed after reading this. Based on the article. So this was from Vulture and they released this just like less than a month ago. They put this article out in December. It's called How a Nepo Baby is Born. Hollywood has always loved the children of famous people. In 2022, the internet reduced them to two little words, Nepo baby, and that's how that was born. And mm-hmm. actually, Haley Bieber, uh, who's the son or the daughter of uh, Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. uh, she wore a shirt that said Nepo baby in public. <laughs> and that was her response of like, like, I don't care. Okay, so and that's, that's you'll, I'll read a lot of the responses of celebrities and celebrity kids and things. And a lot of people don't care because it's like we still worked hard to get into the industry. And yeah. like make a name for, you know, ourselves, but we'll, we'll get there in a second. So here's what the article says. In 2022, the internet uncovered a vast conspiracy. Hollywood was run on an invisible network of family ties. Shocker. Uh, and everybody was in on it. Everyone is someone's kid. But it was as if everybody were somebody's kid. Euphoria, the busiest show on television, was created by the son of a major director and co-starred the daughter of another. Actress Maya Hawke was not only born to two famous parents that looked like them too. 
half of Brooklyn's indie artists had dads with IMDb pages. And then it goes on to talk about different people and different shows and the connections and, and what that means. And then it discusses, um, you know, it makes a joke of like psoriasis, the label Nepo baby is something you're born with. And those who had it found it equally irritating. It goes on to talk about, you know, more people and, and the parents and celebrities and and then it goes on to discuss the backlash because there was a tweet I think put out that kind of started this debate it happened on social media and it says the intensity of the backlash may suggest we live in a world where bands of sansulots are roaming Pacific Palisades rounding up anyone whose parents' names are blue on Wikipedia I don't know what any of that means I'm not smart enough to decide I know I was like, I'm like I don't know what that this means is from Vulture like can you dumb it down a little bit in truth Nepo babies have always been a fact of Hollywood today they're not only abundant they're thriving in an industry built on reboots a famous last name can be valuable intellectual property a child brings an easy marketing hook as well as millions of TikTok followers who as the theory goes will slide seamlessly from watching their wardrobe reveals to watching their war drama reels. Um, And I agree with that. I mean, you know, when they say Nepo baby, how could two little words cause so much conflict? A baby is a bundle of joy. A Nepo baby is physical proof that mediocrity is a lie. We love them. We hate them. We disrespect them. We're obsessed with them. And kind of the tagline to that is they wrote... um, Try, and if at first you don't succeed, remember, you're still a celebrity's child, so try, try again. <laughs> That's what, funny. Call them out. I mean, yeah. is this an issue, though? Like, are we dying on this hill? Like, everybody's running around, like, everything's exploding, and the world is crashing because, oh, my God, Kate Hudson is Goldie Hawn's daughter? Like, It's uh, just dumb to me. I just, I'm, I'm don't. We I don't, just care. don't care. It just like it's like it feels like. And that's most. It just makes reaction. sense because that's just kind of how it is. I don't know. Yeah, it's like that. That's the world we live in. Yeah. Like, like if, would you expect them not to take advantage of the opportunities that they have? Because I feel like if they didn't take advantage of opportunities, then people would be, be stupid. Like, you'd be squandering your your life. Your last name. Yeah. Exactly. So, so like for instance, Us Weekly did a response to this article because it went viral, and then, like I said, a ton of celebrity kids and people that have made names for themselves like came out and responded to it because that's like the the conspiracy. The allegations are, you know, you built your career off your last name. Do you deserve it? Mm-hmm. Right. So people like Jack Quaid, you know, the the son of Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. Or, or Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, the daughter of Janet Leigh and Tony Curtis, you know, from actors back in the day. Like, I, I didn't even know that Jamie Lee Curtis had famous parents. Or that, yeah. that Kate Hudson responded to this and said, I don't really care. I've worked hard. I've made a name for myself. I didn't know she was Goldie Hawn's daughter. Yeah. You know, like, some of these people, like, like, like you look at, like, like you know, Gwyneth Paltrow is the daughter of, of people from old Hollywood. Or... Or, you know, the Baldwins or, you know, the the Hadids are the, the son and daughter of a model. And, and like Maya Hawke in Stranger Things is the, the daughter of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Or Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek, you know, is the son of Eugene Levy. Like, it's it's everywhere. To be honest, like, I think this is like a cute discussion, but like, yeah. I don't really think it needs to like continue. You know, it's just like, we get it. It's like, a cute discourse. It's a cute discourse. It's a retrospective. Yeah. It's, but it's like, are we for real? Like, like, did we just discover that nepotism exists? Yeah. Like, is this like a realization? Are we, are we scratching our heads? Like, did we not already know this? And I think the truth of the matter is like, yeah, if you're going to use your last name, you're going to use it. It happens in every industry. Yeah. So I guess Hollywood is just one big happy family, right? Yeah. And that's how the whole world works. So politics, like all the politicians, kids, like it. It's just how it everything works. It's just how it always works. I mean, if we had celebrity parents, you best believe... We would be in a set right now. 
with funding and sponsorships. And we would take advantage of that. We would. We absolutely would because you'd be stupid not you'd to. You'd be stupid not to. Yeah. My God. If, if, if your last name was, was what? Uh, like you're like the rock. The yeah. Rock's I was literally going to say Johnson. Like, yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Okay. So go make a name for or Hanks or, yeah. or Clooney. Why would Downing. you not? Like it's like the Kardashians. All of them decide, well, I'm going to have a clothing line. Like they got famous off of nothing because of their last name, but they built their empires, right? Yeah. Let them build their empires. We have bigger fish to fry, so let's let's start let's talk fishing about those. and start let's catch a fish. Okay, the yeah. biggest fish right now on the internet, in my opinion, mm. this is the this is what we really need to be caring about. Is uh, your opinion right now? Always. <laughs> let's let's put the nepo babies away, right? Let's talk about the biggest fish on the internet, Logan Paul. What did he do now? I'm I'm I never thought I would say this, and I feel so privileged and blessed that I get to read this headline to you today. All right. Okay. Logan Paul allegedly abandoned his pet pig in Los Angeles. I, wh- what is the proper reaction that one would have? Number one, to owning a pig as a pet. But like to abandon allegedly? your pet, any pet is fucked up. Also, pigs are so smart. That pig really? definitely I, knows what's going on. Yeah, that, they're, that like pig, smart, they're smarter than dogs. That pig is like, I see you. I've got issues we see now. see each other. <laughs> that pig is like, we have beef. Yeah. Okay. Well, Maybe well, pork. Maybe maybe um, beyond meat. We have beyond meat. That pig is like Logan. We have beyond meat. That so this is a conspiracy that's going on on TikTok because a couple months ago Logan posted a tweet of him and his pig, and I'll pull it up. And he 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 made reference to the fact that he thought that it was a miniature pig, and that it grew to be full size. Oh. And then it was allegedly this pig named Pearl. Who's That's cute. your roommate's name? That's like, my roommate's name. I know a lot of animals named Pearl, though. My dad has a pigeon named Pearl. You have a cat, cat named, named Pearl. Pearl. And now there's a pig named Pearl. It just makes sense. It's just it's a good name, though. It just makes sense. Yeah. It's this this pig named Pearl was found like wandering the streets in a field in Los Angeles. How do they know it was Pearl, though? Well, I'm gonna pull up the I'm gonna pull up the original tweet from Logan Paul, and then I'm gonna show you on TikTok these animal <sighs> rescuers found this pig and like recorded their animal rescue. As you know, these TikTok accounts do, mm-hmm. and the internet put it together. Like, wait, this is Logan Paul's pig. Interesting. Okay, I okay. want to see this. So let me pull up the tweet. So here, I don't know when this was posted, but it's it's from Logan Paul's account. It's verified. She's a mini pig. She's not. Okay. Funny. Yeah, I bought Pearl over a year ago. You know, she's not a mini pig. Obviously, that's a that's a full pig, right? It's a full pig. Now this is the TikTok account that allegedly found her, called the Gentle Barn. So go ahead and read their post it's kind of long sorry but- i was already reading it while you were talking okay <laughs> pearl was found alone in a field next to another pig who had passed away she came to us with tattered ears and a potentially life-threatening infection in her uterus that has since been healed she's clearly been through so much trauma that we can't begin to imagine but she's now safe with us at the gentle barn from what she from what we've been told it's believed she was purchased originally from a breeder by an influencer people often buy mini pigs or teacup pigs for clout online believing they will stay small when they inevitably grow very large and have many unexpected needs they're sadly discarded while we don't know everything she's been through in her past we know her life is now filled with friends nutritious foods the highest quality care and so much love so they are like fully convinced that it's the pig well they know it that it's that's its name right so it obviously How? has a chip or a collar or like they just they have its name right so how does Logan Paul have a pig named Pearl? And then let's say this is not his pig. It's just a random pig mm-hmm. that's also named Pearl that's found in the, the area where Logan Paul lives, allegedly. 
who they know enough information was purchased probably from a breeder by an influencer. So they've connected the dots and they're kind of saying it without saying it. Yeah. What other explanation do what what is the explanation? Yeah, no, I mean it's just like it's just sad, I guess. It's just disappointing. But like, are we really surprised? I mean, this is Logan From Paul. Logan we're talking Paul, about like here. the scum of the internet. Like, yeah. I, what you just like open your front door and say, "Run wild, Pearl!" Like, well, you get just out take there. it out to a field and drop it out of your car, and then you just drive away. How do you do that though? Like, people do that with kittens and dogs. Like, how do you it's abandon animals? It's really fucked up. It's sad, actually. Are people that move and leave their pets in the house? Dude, no. Let me tell you a really sad story. So on Thanksgiving, my old roommates, um, one of the buildings in their apartment complex caught on fire and people and don't leave their pet they like they, they, they... had uh, like 22 people were displaced and multiple pets were killed in the fire because their owners weren't home they were gone for Aww. thanksgiving and their building caught on fire and they didn't get the animals out now, that's isn't that sad. so sad that's sad but isn't I, that horrible? that's not somebody's fault do you want to know why it happened no a it wasn't fault. no it was, was because candle? somebody tried to deep fry a turkey on their back in, porch oh my god and these are balconies, right? This isn't mm-hmm. like a porch. No, this is literally a, a tiny little balcony. Why do people insist on deep frying turkeys? I don't know. I don't get it. No. Because like you make like it in the oven Just bake it in the fine. oven and it's just fine. But everybody all, like every Thanksgiving, there's fires, there's grease explosions. Like what's the insistence? Everybody, does do, it taste do we, better? Like, like let us know. Does, yeah. this, does a deep fried turkey, is it really like that good that you're going to risk your life? Because you're risking your life and your home. And I don't think they had renter's insurance either. Oh, so they're on the hook for this, possibly. Yeah. And they know who it was? Well, yeah, it was came from a specific building. I don't know their name. Or I saw people that, like on, on TikTok like doing it in their houses. Crazy. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I, I, I can't. That's like, the, what's the bigger crime? Deep frying a turkey or like abandoning your pet pig? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Deep frying your pet pig is definitely what? worse. Or, Wait, deep frying your pet pig. Wait, did I just say? <laughs> oh, my God. Or, I think that's the worst or, one of let all. Me, let, me, let, me, let me throw into the debate. The Nepo baby. What's the greater evil here? I think here? the Nepo baby is Obviously, clearly the greatest I think greatest we need to here. turn our attention, our relief efforts. Like, we need to get out there and just make it You make know a how change. they have, like, the... Oh, my God. What is it called? I feel so stupid. <laughs> um, No, what's, like... The, it's, like, the something act, the something A act or something. It's supposed to, like, increase equality in, like, hiring and stuff. The... the Like, the for old... Like, that you can't discriminate against old people? Or when just you, everybody. Like, like, the ageism act or something? Like... Yeah, so I know we, what you're talking about, but I don't know yeah, what the name of it is. Yeah, it's, we're not. That, they do that, but for not, nepo babies, like you can't. <laughs> like that, you can't hire them, or you can't discriminate um, if they're a nepo baby. Either one. But you know what? Yeah, the the anti nepotism discrimination act. I think we need to get this to Congress right now. It's really starting. This we're is really a pressing issue. Congress needs the president. Like, let's hold. Like everybody in the world, attention, world leaders, stop your wars. Let's no. turn off the nukes. Let's get this, the the UN, United Nations, let's figure out a way to make sure the Nepo babies aren't discriminated against. But also are not given too many advantages. Uh, you know it has I'm to a be board. fair. Let's start, let's start change.org. Let's take it to change.org. From now on, when you apply for a job, you can't include your last name. That way nobody knows if you're famous Period. or not. Period. You know what? Let's That's just, the solution, I let's think. Let's just no information at all. Just first name only. It's only a resume with no other info. Yeah. Just like a big blank page with your first name. Yeah. Will work for money. I, you know what? Works for me. That creates jobs. We're saving lives. Look at us go. We're increasing Increasing, the quality of life. The world needs us now. Now more than ever before. Let's move on. Let's, let's move on before we fix anybody's problem. We don't want to fix all the problems. Yeah. We have to, we have to leave some for the other people. You know, we can't, we can't do everything. 
Yeah. Um, we do this every Friday, by the way, every yeah. week. Every <laughs> every week we're just here solving everybody's problems. Um, <laughs> let's let's move on to a, a scandal, like New Year, new scandals. This is, I would say this is the first scandal of the New Year. Wow. And it is a cultural appropriation scandal. <sighs> okay. Now. I both love and hate these because they're usually like stupid and obvious where it's like you really should have just like known better. But at the same time, okay, let me let me explain what happened. So but Gwen I Stefani, also hate them because I don't like when yeah, we do that. Yeah, so Gwen Stefani from No Doubt. We, we know Gwen we Stefani. Gwen I Stefani. actually saw Gwen yeah. Stefani in concert a couple years ago. Maybe she's not, though. She's awesome. Um, so she <sighs> is getting obliterated online because 20 years ago, she had a song called Harajuku Girls and she made a music video and she used a lot of K-pop influences and like Japanese culture. And she was explaining in a recent interview that she did that she loves the Japanese culture, that she had ties to it through like her father, um, like they worked or they lived in, in Japan for a long time and that she got to know the culture and had an appreciation for it and loved how futuristic it is and how artistic and, and, um, and, and just like Japan is a cool, like I would love to visit Japan. Yeah. It'd be like, beautiful. They have cool innovations. They have a cool culture. Like their art is amazing. And so she did a song and kind of like an aesthetic like from 20 years ago on one of her albums, like paying homage to Harajuku girls and like the artistic was the culture. song like sexual in any way? No, it, it's actually a, if I remember correctly, it's a cool song. And she she had like these dancers and and they weren't dressed up in any sort of costumes that I don't remember were offensive. But everybody's coming back now because she talked about it in a recent interview. And I get it. It was 20 years ago though, but. That's not the issue for me, at least. That's not an issue because I guess if you were dressed up as like a geisha girl, yeah, and like you were wearing it as like a Halloween costume, I get it. The issue here is that in the interview, she's Italian American, mm. and she claimed in the interview that she was Japanese multiple times. Like, I I just can't believe it. I I must be Japanese or like I I am Japanese. I never knew. And people don't know if she's being serious or she maybe she feels like she can identify with them because of their culture or like, what do you mean? Yeah. Because you're can not you Japanese. Clarify. Yeah. Can you like from what the public knows, you're not Japanese. Yeah. You're just a silly little white girl. So then basically everyone went back in time and was like, okay, we found this from 2004 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I understand like the cultural appropriation thing, but if we're going to get into it, like everything is on the line, because like, why are you wearing eyeliner? Like the Egyptians originated eyeliner. Like you need to take that off. That's cultural appropriation. Like anybody who uses spices today, like those were from India. Like we need to send those back. Like I understand. Like cult to me, culture is something to be borrowed and shared from and appreciated and and changes over time and shared and and I feel like there's a line though. Like if you're walking around in a sombrero with maracas and like a fake mustache and you're making a mockery. That to me is an appreciation or an appropriation, not an appreciation. Well, that that's not an appreciation of a culture. Yeah, that's and I wouldn't say it's appropriation because that's not even the culture. It's a mockery. Yeah, but when when it's when it's so far down the line that like Gwen Stefani makes a song paying homage to this culture that she grew up knowing, that to me isn't a huge. It's like the Nepo baby thing. It's like we're dying on this hill from something yeah. twenty years ago, and who today right now. Is like so affected by that from twenty years ago, yeah. To me, in my head, like this whole like let's figure out what she means by the whole I'm Japanese, yeah. Like that's the bigger fish that. to fry, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's can we get some clarif- clarification on that? Like, yeah. What do you mean by that? 
Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I, I actually 100% agree with you. Because we've talked about a cult, cultural appropriation. We have. Like, what do you, what's your take on, like, artists that it's like, you know, my culture isn't your Halloween costume, like. Well, I agree. I mean, it's like people feel very passionate about culture because culture makes you who you are. It's a direct representation, identification, a direct, like, it's a mirror image of who you the are people and what you, you live believe with, where you and live. where you're from and your history and, like, how that has impacted you, right? And so, and the people around you, which is huge. And so it makes sense for people to be defensive and kind of protective over that, right? Because they don't, nobody wants what makes the core of who you are to be attacked and belittled and put down. Nobody wants that, right? Now, do you think like celebrities that create certain types of music, like if you're not a, a Spanish Spanish singer, can you not make Spanish music? Or if you're not, you know, if, if Gwen Stefani's white, can she not make a song about Harajuku girls or Spanish influence or like, like, where do you draw the line? Because, like, everything is shared from everybody. Like, the shoes yeah. that we wear, like, who was, I, wasn't it the Vikings were the first to wear fur? So, like, when everyone used to wear fur you know, in the 50s and 60s, or anyone that wears faux fur, like, that was from Nordic culture, wasn't it? Like, like where do you, like, I guess for me, make it I make just sense? ask the question, like, is it kind and is it necessary? Mm. Right? Like, so, for example, if I'm a classically trained singer or in a classically trained composer, I am going to write songs in romance languages so i would use spanish as a language to write music i would write and i might incorporate aspects of spanish culture because i'm using their language right that is necessary and is kind it makes sense right yeah but if i'm just a random pop singer who decides oh i'm gonna like i love like margaritas so like i want to make a spanish inspired song (laughs) and i just like do that it's like you can still I, like maybe be like it's just like why like, okay, though like here, you just could do other things here was what it was like she had japanese dancers she had a song it was inspired by it it was it was an aesthetic it, to me it's very like k-pop like but also like she's not putting on the makeup or stealing like the look in that sense like she's she she's complimentary but she's not matching which i appreciate like she doesn't look like she's trying to be like I mean, I like. See, this is the thing: is everybody wants to make an. That makes that makes total sense. Like, like, like I said, if you're if you're going around on Cinco de Mayo, dressed in a sombrero with maracas, and you're making a mockery of it, like that's not okay. Yeah. But at the same, like, what? What? From twenty years ago, we all need to sit around and like, is this okay? Should she be canceled? Like. Who cares? Yeah, it's just a weird. It's so tired of everybody. So tired of everybody. Everybody's so tiring. All these people like that want to just have issues all the time. Can't we just ever have peace? Love, sweet love. You'd be so bored if there was peace. I know. I'd be like, what are we what are we gonna talk about? Yeah. This is what we thrive on. We do. That was a very serious conversation we had. It was, but I think it was important. Let us pop culture commentators decide whether or not she should have a career now. Because in two thousand four, she posed with Japanese dancers. I would like her to make a statement about it. I feel like it is necessary. Uh, personally, like, because sometimes I feel like it's not necessary for them to make statements. I think in this case, about it the is. I'm Japanese. Yeah, thing. Like, I don't let's think, talk about that. Yeah, I don't think she necessarily needs to address her music video because I think that's kind of being taken too far. Too, like, you're making it too much. Yeah, I think it's a little much. We're reaching a little bit. Yeah, I think we're reaching. But I th- also I do think that like being like, oh well, like I'm Japanese. Like, are you? Like, aren't you? <laughs> like, just 
are you? Point blank. Like, just answer the question. We want to know. And yeah, that's the thing is like, I I think when, when people make issues out of everything, nothing is an issue anymore. True. Like, what are the real issues now? Yeah. Because here we are, vulture. Everything gets watered down. Yeah, everybody's now, like, I mean, I think that, like, can we get back to the Logan Paul pig thing? Or Prince Harry throwing his family under the bus to sell a million copies of a book. His book went crazy first week. Wow. Like, it sold, I mean, like, I'm not surprised. over a million copies in the first, like, I'm not surprised either. But, like, I find that to be something, like, let's talk about that. Like, throwing your family under the bus for a book. Because I could write a whole book full of, like, family drama and secrets, and nobody would buy it because nobody cares. Yeah. But he's, like, profiting off of his family, dude. Let's talk oh, about the memoir. Oh, are you memoir. talking about Prince Harry? Yeah. Who did you think we were talking about? I thought you were talking about Harry Styles for some reason. So I was Harry like, Styles? Is I was big. like, Harry Styles wrote a book? I was like, <laughs> what? No, okay. Yeah, Harry Styles' memoir about being in the royal family. <laughs> I was very confused for a minute. I was like, what is going on? No, um, I mean, I just don't really care about them, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I've never been really interested in the royal family it's never really like mattered to me like i want them to do good things and be a good example and yeah. like it's like politicians though. sound i don't yeah, care about them like or their poli- families yeah it's like a, it's kind of political for me yeah i don't get it um so but but i do want to talk about like the biggest like revelations from the book because a lot of stuff leaked a lot of stuff was exposed from the book um I made a lot of headlines because because even in in the UK, there's there's journalists out there saying that it's a real possibility that Harry and Meghan could lose their titles. I mean, also, like, why is the royal family so upset at them again? Like what? It, like there's been beef forever and there's like so many. Why things are we happened. still talking but, like, about it? It's just like it's dumb. It's like it's dumb. It's dumb. It's like I get that you guys don't want to be a part of or, it. Like, don't want to get along. Like, that's just to everybody. This is, like, a general statement, not to, like, any specific. But it's, like, to the family, the royal family, not Meghan and Harry. Like, are you really so petty that, like, because you're on bad terms with someone, you want to, like, strip away their livelihood? Like, that's your goal? Like, that's your like that's your end game? Like, that Well, that like, if you go back in time, them? like, Prince Harry, like, they liked Meghan at first. Mm-hmm. And then there was a lot of stuff that happened behind closed doors. And, of course, like, the British media attacked her relentlessly. And, like, a lot of stuff happened. And then they decided to leave the royal family, mm-hmm. right? And I think the beef and the pettiness is, is that they just couldn't leave and say, we don't want to be a part of it. We'll keep our titles. We'll keep our royal duties. But we need to take a step back. And they also had to make ourselves. a six-part series documentary about it. But see, that's the thing. They need to do an interview with Oprah. He has to put out a book. They have to do a documentary. All while attacking the press saying, we don't want any attention. We don't. We want you to leave us alone. Like, we're tired of the drama. We don't want to fight with our family. Yet they keep coming back for more. Yeah. So I think that's the, that's the beef I have with them. Is that if you really want to go have this private life away from the royal family because they're so abusive, right? Then move on. But they can't. They have to make documentaries. They have to get their paycheck. So then we turn to the book. And even But also if they if like their experience and what they're saying is genuine and they have been horribly brutalized by the royal family, wouldn't you say something about it and try to put them down and also get a paycheck at the same time? Like would you not do the same thing? Yes, but I wouldn't expect the public support. Especially if what you're saying is either not true. Or debated. Mm. Like if you like if like when they went on Oprah and they talked about like the racism in the royal family or or the reactions to, you know, what color or skin color is the baby gonna be, like those are issues to get behind of like, let's talk about that. 
Yeah. But like, oh, um, you know, Megan and Kate were fighting over, you know, their kids and what they were going to wear to the weddings. And like, that's why we had to leave. Like, get over it. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's family drama. Like, you can't expect to like bring somebody into the family and just have it be perfect. Like, there's going to be drama with it. And, and I think then when they put out this, when he, when Harry puts out this book and it's called Spare, right? And again, he's the victim because he's the royal family's spare part. You know, it's like you're you're just making yourself look like a victim. And what's the point? So so do you like I I would get my check. I would be petty and get I my check. I think that is the point is to get the check. Would you get the check? Like if you left the royal family and like did all this? Like we're yeah. condemning it. Not not condemning it, but we're saying like you're being petty and you're keeping it going. But that's how they're getting their check. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, what are you going to do? Like, how else do you stay relevant? Would you risk... Like being excommunicated from the royal family to put out a bombshell memoir. If that was you, would you put out this book? I think for me, though, I think there'd be more benefit from staying in the royal family and making amends, mm, to be honest. Like keeping quiet and... I would probably try to make amends as much as I could. And if it was like genuinely like they were just that awful and like terrible, then I would be like, fuck you guys. I'm like, peacing we're, out, we're out and like I'm making a documentary about it. But But where's the evidence that they were treated so horribly? Maybe we're going to get it from here. Okay. We're going to get it from here. So I'm going to read. This is from USA Today. These are the biggest bombshells, the biggest revelations that have leaked from the book. So it has excerpts. We're going to read about it. And maybe, like, I haven't read any of this. Like, I didn't I didn't read this beforehand. I waited to read this now because I, I haven't read any of the book. I haven't read the descriptions. I don't think you have. No. So I didn't even know there was a book. <laughs> this is our first taste of the book. Maybe, okay. maybe we need to buy the book. Okay. So let's start off with, um, what does it say? The royal family referred to Harry as the spare. So I guess this is where the title comes from. The heir and the spare is an old term referring to aristocrat families in which in which the firstborn child is the heir to inherit the throne, while the secondborn is their support is there to support his older sibling. As Harry writes, it wasn't just a turn of phrase used by media and palace outsiders. His own family, including Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, Charles, and Princess Diana, referred to him as such. And this is a quote from him. There was no judgment about it, but also no ambiguity, he writes. I was in the shadow, the support, the plan B. I was brought into the world in case something happened to Willie, Prince William. I was someone to provide backup, distraction, diversion, and if necessary, a spare part. A kidney, perhaps. Blood transfusion. Um, and he says that when he was 20, his father made a joke like, my work is done. We have the spare. We have the heir. Mm, interesting. I get that. I mean, I can understand being a little miffed about that. Like, that makes sense. But this is 20 years later. This is why we're being so petty. Yeah, but it's also like... The oldest that's child is, of course, the, the star. Like, like, that's the that way song? it is. Like Tupac. Is I don't it? know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's life, right? Okay. So then, then he talks about his mom's death and how you know Prince Charles broke the news of Diana's death to him, and he recalls this is what Prince Charles said. He said, "Darling boy, mummy's been in a car crash. He was 12 years old." Harry says, "I remember waiting patiently for Pa to confirm that indeed mummy was all right, and I remember him not doing that." Um, and Prince Charles said, they tried, darling boy. I'm afraid she didn't make it. Like, that's tragic. Yeah. We get horrible. that. We get that. Um, he also says that for years, Harry said he believed Diana wasn't dead. Like, that she was going to come back to life or something. That maybe she faked her death. Um, and that Charles, Charles joked. Here's another revelation. Charles joked he wasn't Harry's real father. Um, he says that. Charles told him one time, you know, who knows if I'm even your real father? Maybe your real father is in Broadmoor, darling boy. What's and up then with he the la- I don't, boy? I don't know what... Why are we laughing about... Okay, so that's that's toxic. I'll give him that. 
Um, Harry and William asked Charles not to marry Camilla. Camilla, Par- Camilla Parker Bowles, now King Charles's queen consort, invited each of the boys to a separate tea in which, in what Harry believed was his father's first step toward making their relationship public. Harry wondered on his way if she would be mean to me if she'd been like all the wicked stepmothers in storybooks, but she wasn't, he writes. I don't know. It just like... I'm bored. This is the book? Yeah. It just sounds like book? very typical childhood Harry party and use drugs. Feelings. Yeah, he talks about his drug use to cope with being quote deeply unhappy. You know, he says that Harry and William's riffs riffs had been growing for years, and that you know Harry recalls that when Prince William was married, he thought he lost his brother forever, and that their relationship would never be the same. You know that there's several of Harry's relationships ended, you know, because of incessant paparazzi. You know, Harry and William didn't get to be each other's best mans at their weddings. You know, Charles and Camilla wanted Kate to change her name to Catherine. And, you know, Harry talks about his military service in Afghanistan and the trauma from killing people. And, and you know, William and Kate felt trapped by the press and they never wanted to admit that because they wanted to beef with Megan. Like, this is normal family stuff. Like, yeah. I don't even want to read anymore. I'm bored. No, it's like, like this is boring in the podcast. Like, this is a boring about, segment like, now. Literally, like. So this is normal family beef? Yeah. So after all these years of leaving the royal family and the documentary and everything and this bombshell book, we're just finding out that you have normal family issues? Yeah. <laughs> this is the revelation? <laughs> this is just, it just, it feels, it, it falls flat, to be honest. It just kind of falls flat. It's like. Like, yeah, that sucks. I'm not discrediting that experience. And also, I kind of expected more. Like, I don't know. Like I'm waiting for the bombshells? Okay, I guess, so here's one is that, you know, um, William and Kate were religious suits viewers. That was the show that Megan was in. Um, Charles and William were furious when Harry released a statement about press coverage of Megan when he went against the the UK tabloids for attacking his wife. Um, you know, Queen Elizabeth asked Megan about Donald Trump during their first meeting. Um, you know, Harry and Megan don't have a perfect marriage. You know, they wanted to elope in Botswana. You know, Kate and Megan have, you know, the kind of sister-in-law feuds. Like, what's... This this isn't a. I was just expecting it a, to be like. This is the book. Yeah, I was expecting it to be like, and then you know, Kate shoved Megan down the stairs. Down the stairs. She had a miscarriage, or or like they were they brought out their little she pistols threw, and they were going to shoot each other. She like, threw a wine glass at me <laughs> and it shattered and like cut my leg or like something. Crazy or like you know, that. the Queen of England slapped Megan across the face when she forgot to curtsy. Or, you know, Camilla was the evil stepmother when Diana died. And, like, where this is what we're waiting for. Yeah. And, and this is like, what we got? Um, I could not read a full book about that. I think that the excerpts are plenty. I couldn't even get through. There's more, and I can't even get through them. I don't even want to read anymore. Yeah. Like, it's going to be boring to talk about. I, <sighs> I feel like, okay, this is your big, these are the big revelations. This is the big bombshell moment of all the family secrets. And what I'm feeling like is, like, this isn't any different from other family issues. No. You guys are just a royal family and it's broadcast and it's public. So like I said, we could Is it really books. worth it though to like literally like leave the royal family over some like stupid shit like that though? Yeah. You're throwing your... This is like... This is it. You're throwing your family under the bus. Completely airing out all of the dirty laundry that we've all been waiting for. Yeah. And you're, this is going to damage your relationships with the country, with the with your family, with being a part of the royal family. You're being heir to the throne. Like, he's making a decision right now to cut himself and his kids off. Yeah. Because what if you're if you're the royal family, what's your response to that? Open, are you going to welcome him back with open arms when yeah, they run out of money? Yeah, thanks for writing about that. Like, 
But see, what's going to happen when, okay, so now allegedly Megan is writing her own bombshell book. What's going to be in it? Yeah, I feel like like this could have been something that like got us excited for Megan's book, that got us eager to hear more, that Ready really more, put the like, royal family in the spotlight and called them out for their for their horrible wrongdoings and where they need to catch up and have a new all the drama expanded and, worldview or whatever. But like instead it's like, okay, so you guys are like normal people. So basically what we've thought all along is like you are actually the villain? Yeah. Like, you're instigating, you're being petty. Yeah. So, okay, so Megan's going to release a book. You already did a documentary. So what's going to happen in, like, five years when there's no more documentaries to make, there's no more books to write? Wh- where are you going to get your Where are you going to get your check? It's like like you said. If you would have just stayed quiet and, and, and stayed in there, you could have been in the will. Yeah. Well, I almost wonder screwed. if, like, I almost wonder if, like, Cause it just doesn't really make sense. And this is totally me just like bullshitting here. But like, what if, what hypothetically, if, hypo- okay, hypothetically, hypothetically, let's say, cause we don't think that Harry would do this on his own. Right. Everybody thinks that Megan is like the, the, oh, like, they got mar- like she's right? the, yeah, yeah. She's the evil so, wife. And yeah. Imagining that she is, or maybe she isn't, maybe she went into it with good intent. She wanted everything to be fine, but she just like overreacted one time too many well, that's or what she like, said, even in the like, documentary. Wait, 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 let me finish, let me finish. Is like, and so she was like, well, I have to, I just have to leave the royal family now. And now she's like stirring up all this drama to like be like, I didn't really want to leave, but like I have to leave now. I've I've caused too much oh. problems. Like, like they're so far back that they feel like, okay, it's going to be too hard to get back in. So let's just make the most of what we can sell and what we can, yeah, the headlines what we, we can create get right out now of it from getting out. Because it's just too far gone. Yeah. But like maybe they're realizing maybe this was a mistake, but we can't go back. Yeah, it's too late. But they have too much. I would say Megan has way too much pride to, to turn around and, and ever break bread with them again. I think Harry would 100% return to his family. And I think Megan is not going to that's not going to happen because it would, it would make them look like they were wrong. Yeah. And or alternatively, or really depending they, on how it does, wrong. it makes them look like the Narcissus. bigger person. Oh, Oh, they could be like the swans returning to the, like we'll put it all aside and we'll break bread with you, even though you've wronged us. Yeah. I think they're total narcissists. And we had Nikki Glazer on the podcast last week. And she she's a total Megan fan. Yeah. So we do need to watch this documentary. We, she told us to watch this documentary on Netflix because she felt how we felt. And the documentary totally changed her perception. But maybe that's what they want. Maybe I don't want to be roped into this conspiracy. But you should still be knowledgeable. Brainwashed. You should still watch it and then you can see their point of view and if you can argue it. Are you going to watch it though for real? I'll watch it if you watch it. I'll watch it if you watch it. it. Maybe we should try to get Megan on the podcast. Megan Markle? Yeah. You know what? Just come on our podcast and air out all this. No need for a million dollar book. We can get you more press. We can. (laughs) We've done it before. We've done it before. We can do it again. (laughs) I mean, she's just an actress. Like, she's not that untouchable. She also has a, a podcast on Spotify. I'm thinking maybe a collaboration here. Collaboration. Collaboration. On to the arrests. God, the arrests. Uh, the final segment of the show. <sighs> Last couple of stories here. I feel like... Law and... Law and... What should we call this segment? Mm, we got to just come up with something funny. Hollywood law. No. Law and order Hollywood? Like Law colon, and disorder. Law and disorder. That's what we're calling this segment. Okay. Remember when I said Hollywood is one big happy family? Why does it feel like everybody is being arrested right now? Like actually arrested. Because everything's... It's the karma from last year. It's it, all it, coming up. 2023. Andrew Tate was arrested. I know. Let's get into which it. Which is crazy. Um, and also probably Not hopefully unexpected? humbling. 
hopefully humbling for him. But I saw an interview that he did afterwards and he was like, I, I would never. Too. And he was, he didn't seem phased at all, Mm-mm. which is, but almost like too unfazed. Mm. Like I was like, he's definitely trying to like save face right now. Well, cause he said that he was, what was that word that he used that he was, um, well, you know why he was arrested, right? His, yeah. Him and his brother. Uh, per, uh, suspicions human, of human sex trafficking. trafficking yeah but he claims that he was quote swatted which mm-hmm. is an internet phenomenon when like haters or trolls will call the police on an influencer and report like a fake crime to get them arrested mm-hmm. as like revenge or something mm-hmm. well because they they were in romania i think mm-hmm. and him and his brother were arrested for like you said suspicion of human trafficking because like allegedly these victims came forward claiming that they were held captive in these houses and abused and that him and his brother were running this wow but he was released a couple hours later and like they didn't file charges on him allegedly like he's going through the court system or something because the allegations are real but there was no proof i it's bizarre so nobody really knows what's going on nobody really knows what's going on but i i saw that interview he did after and he said it's not real i was released it was the trolls coming after me he was very yeah he was like he he almost was like He's like, he, I think he used the word he said grateful where he was like, I'm grateful to like live in a country where like, the, and it's like, he made a good point. Like he's right. And also it was still like the fact that he like said it at that time. Like he was grateful to, to like, like what he said was, as he said, I'm grateful to live in a country where if you go to the police, it was suspicions of something like that, that they actually do. something. I about saw that it. too. And I was like, you yeah. know what? That's a good point that, that, you know, and that was the right thing to do. They arrested him. Like allegedly these victims came forward, whether it's fake or not, you were, you, you, handle the situation and then they released him yeah so obviously they if these were real allegations they wouldn't have released him but the other thing is though is that if there's two things we know about andrew tate it's that one he always thinks he's in the right and two he's a narcissist Mm. well it's like it's like jen shaw like in denial either you're doing something and you're in denial and we'll talk about jen shaw in a minute well i he's also a good talker that's number yeah he's a good talker he's a car salesman if he really was getting in trouble and there was suspicion but they didn't have a lot of proof it wouldn't surprise me if he was able to like talk his way through the situation because i guarantee like if he's a man of his high caliber Mm. he's gonna and he's doing something that illegal he's gonna want to know what the laws are surrounding it so that he if he does get in trouble he can get out of it commit crime in an educated way Period. Do you think, well, like everybody hates him because he's, you know, this big misogynist and he's sexist and not politically correct. And, and he says all these off the cuff things. And, but do you really think he's, you're really giving him that much credit and power that he could talk his way out of police custody? I, well, here's the thing. He, well, first of all, do you think that these allegations are real? Like, is he pot? Like, we know he's maybe a terrible human being, but like him and his brother, like actually being involved in like human trafficking. Could you for real see that? Probably. I mean, if you don't, if you think that low of women and think of them as pretty much, well, based off what he said, he sees women as like objects or trophies to be acquired Mm. is kind of the way that he Mm. expresses himself. So this is how he gets his money. So if this is how he gets his money, this is how he gets his kick. Like everybody, I mean, I mean, human trafficking is for the rich and for the people in the, like the black market. Hollywood, all the Nepo babies. All the the Nepo babies. No, but like it's the people that can get away with it are the ones with the money to access it in a secure way. Yeah. Right. And so. I think Hollywood's run on human trafficking now. Probably. Don't you think so? Absolutely. 
like Jeffrey Epstein and like, yeah. oh my God. It's horrific. So like if he's up in that lifestyle type thing where he has his own island probably and like oh, yeah. has a private plane. You think it's possible? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Like if that came out, I'd be like, okay, well, yeah, there we go. It's Andrew Tate. I'm not like, saying that that's what happened because obviously I don't know. I would hope to God that that's not true. And I would hope that as well, as bad of a, as the horrible as some of the things that he says are, I would hope that he would never go that far. I'd like to have more faith in him than that. But if it did happen, I wouldn't be like, shocked well allegedly six victims came forward claiming they were kidnapped held against their will and assaulted by an organized crime group although tate was released like hours later with no charges and believed he was quote swatted and then he did that interview yeah so obviously they released him for a reason i don't know what's going on i think there's still some legal things going on like it wasn't dropped 100 percent. so obviously they're investigating as they should Mm -hmm. i don't know if it was in romania i don't know why he was in romania or if it's happening here like we don't know yeah i just think it's bizarre it is bizarre and weird timing like right at the end of the year but the see that's the thing is like and then and then there's celebrities like drake who get arrested and lie about it mm-hmm. did you see that Mm-mm. no so he so i like how you agreed with me though i you're do like, agree because you're, you're just making a general statement so i agree so so but you didn't even know at that point had he been arrested i don't know but you just agree with me i just agree with you <laughs> Lexi's like, it's just easier to agree. It is. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I get exhausted. But you know what? Thank you for just agreeing. Yeah. You just knew to trust me. I trusted you. Here it is. So he was, was he arrested. arrested for? He was arrested in Sweden oh. in July. And it's just a quick video of him, like somebody filming him getting from the away. Back? I yeah, mean, from the back. That was sh- him, though. Are you sure? I 100% know that was him. Okay. Well, because it came out in the press, this video leaked. Oh. So he was arrested in Sweden in, I think, July um, for marijuana charges. Mm. And that's what's so crazy about, like, even the the, the basketball player it's that was arrested dumb. in Russia. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember her name. Brittany Grinner or whoever. It, the, all these people go to other countries and they think that, like, it's the same rules apply. Yeah. Like, other countries don't. have different laws and drug stuff. So, like... He brought marijuana to Sweden. He was arrested on drug charges. But what was funny was that when that report originally came out in July, his team lied and said, no, he wasn't arrested. Like, that's not true. Never happened. And then all of a sudden, this video leaks. Mm. Crazy. At least own it. Yeah. I just feel like, well, you don't really want to own it necessarily Mm. because some countries will like permanently ban you or never let you in if you have like any kind of like drug related criminal activity. Sweden was the same country that remember they, they, didn't they lock up ASAP Rocky? Remember that? Remember? And Trump Maybe. got him out for drug. Remember? And he was in jail and he always said there was like blood on the walls and rats everywhere. I feel like I remember, remember that? this. Yeah. That's Sweden. Vaguely. That's Sweden? That's scary. I thought scary. Sweden was supposed to be like, oh no, that's Switzerland. That's like everybody's friend. Maybe we shouldn't go to Sweden then. Well, you shouldn't. No. <laughs> just, just, I guess if you're arrested and you're a celebrity and there's video proof. Just own it. Just I guess. don't lie, because then, like, you just look then you silly. look dumb. Now, yeah. speaking of looking silly, reality star Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was sentenced for her part in a telemarketing wire fraud business scheme, mm-hmm. and this has been going on for months. Like, she was going to go to trial, it kept getting pushed back, and then finally she took a guilty plea. Because remember, like, for months she was claiming her innocence. No, I'm innocent. I'm innocent, not guilty. And I then all of a sudden it. she was like, "Actually, I did it." It's my business because she faced like 30 to 50 years in jail yeah which is crazy for allegedly scamming the elderly <sighs> which is so sad and fucked up so if you get a call like about your car's extended warranty it was probably jen shaw <laughs> like let's be honest and allegedly from like the court stuff and and she got a six and a half year sentence 
That's a long she, time. Now, she requested three years, and the government requested 10, and the judge gave her six and a half. So right in the middle. That's a long... So now, it's a federal sentence, too, and if it's a federal sentence, like a felony, you have to serve at least 85% of your sentence. So wow. she gets out on good behavior, which from watching her on reality TV, we don't know. She if that probably will won't. Um, <laughs> the earliest she could get out would be like five-ish years. Like she won't be out till at least earliest, like twenty twenty-eight. When does she ship off to prison? She reports to a prison in Texas on February seventeenth. Wow, like a month. So she has a month. Could you imagine? Well, you can get one more Valentine's Day in. Like having a month left of freedom before going to jail for six and a half years. I would. My stomach would just be so sick. I would be nauseous all the time. Well, see, allegedly, with this whole scheme of like, she would allegedly and her business partners would like call people and offer them services, like target older people who are widowed or or whatever and and sell them business plans of like, do you want to make money on the internet? Like sell them $10,000 worth of business training that was useless or whatever, Hmm. like to fund her and her business associates lifestyles and allegedly they said i'll and i'll read you her statements of like her response to the sentencing and whatever because she wanted all this mitigation of like only give me three years because i did all these crimes when i lived in new york and then i moved to salt lake city and i became a different person and the government was like you ran your own floor and i'm like floor and what i realized was like okay does that mean like a telemarketing scheme it's all these people in cubicles like with headsets like your car's extended wow. warranty. Like, was she like a boss of a, a like a straight up like, like a business floor, business? Like, yeah, that's actually terrifying. Because she was like the last to be sentenced, like in this thing. So wow. this went on from like 2012 to 2021, and I'm gonna oh read you, yeah, like for years. So this is what actually, you know what? You go ahead and read it and just just slide over. These are this was from a, a Twitter account that was inside the court the court because it was like a public hearing. So this is what she had to say about being sentenced and and. This is like her plea to the judge of taking accountability. But reality TV has nothing to do with reality. Even my tagline, Shamazing, Shamazing, they wrote it. I want to speak about who I am. Sobs. I stand Sobs? Bef- <laughs> You're like, sobs. <laughs> That's what it says. Could you act it out? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I stand before you as an immigrant from Tonga and Hawaii. The elderly command the most respect. I am the family matriarch. The principles are humility and loyalty and respect. I have come to terms. I have gone against these. I am sorry. My actions have hurt innocent people. I want to apologize by saying I am doing all I can to earn the funds to pay restitution. The judge, how will you raise the $6 million in restitution? Jen Shaw, my manager is here. We're working on things. Judge Stein, while in prison? Jen Shaw, yes. Judge Stein, you're still in the cast? Jen Shaw, yes. How is she going to be in the cast of a Real Housewives show from prison? They're going to like film like the cast members like visiting her behind glass. I guess. That's crazy. (laughs) I sold merchandise about this case through a third party vendor. I will devote it to the victims. Thank you for reviewing my sensitive information. Longstanding untreated mental issues caused me to create my own fractured reality. Hmm. That's because she was claiming she was innocent for a year. Remember? Yeah, you said, yeah. Yeah. So. This is a crucible moment for me. With the proper medication, I can now see what happened. I wish I could have stood outside myself. I am sorry. I have found solace in my volunteer work with anti-racism organizations and the LGBT community. That's it. That's it. And the judge, um, even the the prosecutors slapped back and were like, you weren't just like a, a small part of this. Like you ran a floor. Like you were one of the higher ups. Like people reported to you. Mm-hmm. So. She claimed, like, even on the show that, like, her business partner set her up and framed her. And for all those months claiming her innocence, like, from watching her behavior on TV, like, 
Was she capable of this? Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, she did. She did it. She straight up did it. She took a plea deal. Now she gets six and a half years. Yeah. I I just can't believe like like all those jokes of like is you know do do you want to you know your car's extended warranty, and like that was like what she was doing. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I just like. I. I just don't know how you do it for that long without feeling bad. Well, they were investigating for years. Yeah. But I guess like if she has all these mental issues, like she's saying, and you know what's funny is the prison she's going to specializes in a drug rehabilitation program hmm. and an alcohol rehabilitation program. Hmm. And she she wants to attend one of those. So maybe she has an issue with alcohol. Um, they were also, when the feds, they released a bunch of like court documents and stuff. And when the feds raided her house, they... What's the word when they take? They, um, they like, like you know when when they they seized mm. like all of her designer like bags and clothing, and they found that like half of it was counterfeit, <gasps> like fake design. So everyone's trolling her of like, you worked for like ten years in the scheme defrauding the elderly to buy fake fakes. Wow, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> she didn't even spring for the real Louis. She bought the fake Louis. That's so funny, actually. That's really funny. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Defrauding, like, what do you do for work? Oh, I defraud the elderly to buy counterfeit Fake. designer bags. Designer clothing. <laughs> well, wow. I, I mean, we watched her on the show. I think it's going to be a loss for the show. But, I mean, you do the crime, you do the time. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's it, That's, like, the worst you can do. And did you see the video? I literally just posted this of Bryce Hall. You know, that TikToker, Bryce Hall, mm-hmm. he was in this fight. All these celebrities are getting in fights and getting arrested. He w- he was fighting with these security guards in Las Vegas and was arrested for battery. Oh, my God. And it was like a whole, like, don't you know who I am? Like, let me into this nightclub thing. And all of a sudden, he started throwing punches. Like, what are what all the these hell? people doing? Like, What's going on here? It's so easy to just follow the law. Why did Usually. You, why did you laugh, Lexi? No, I'm just I'm just imagining in my head like Bryce Hall like throwing a punch at a like security guard. And I just Literally, they had to like like have like two men like hold him down. Hold him down. That's crazy. But I just like some you know what the the person filming the video. I'll even pull it up. The person filming the video literally said that whole um, you know he's careful. He's not a fighter. He never claimed to be. Here <laughs> <laughs> from when funny. he fought. Here it is. Do you hear him? Before I hurt you, don't touch me. Look, he just... Holy shit, he literally just tried to punch that guy. Multiple times. What is wrong with him? Like, it's insane. What is wrong with you? I, what's How wrong with all here? these people? How did How we, did get, we here? get there? Andrew Tate, Drake, Jen Shaw, and Bryce Hall. What is going the on? The core four of the law and disorder of Hollywood. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I just... Wow. We pray for you every night. I don't. The Golden Globes were also this week. Did you, did you watch it? I don't know. No, I don't watch I'm it. not here for award shows. We don't watch award shows. No. Not our thing. I think I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's everything cycling everything through over. the rumor mill this week. Our TED Talks, our discourses, our, our, our internet drama. We love to see it. Um, and it's so like it's so early on in the new year. It really is. Like they're feeding us so fast here. Like let's let's pump the brakes a little. We're getting too full. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, if you'd like to see more of us, you can find us on Instagram at the Rumor Mill. 
Pod. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at TRM Updates. You can find us on TikTok at The Rumor Mill. And you can find us on YouTube at The Rumor Mill. It just surprises me every week. You almost forget what the plugs are. I know. I had them down for so long. And now I'm like, wait. Like, is that it? I, you always have to look to me confirm. I'm like, yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to watch our podcast, you can watch on YouTube or you can watch us on Spotify. You can also listen wherever you get your podcast. We are always here bringing down the latest entertainment news. And as long as these Nepo babies and influencers keep getting arrested, we will be here doing our job. Uh, so like shedding, we said. Shedding light on the. Shitting light? Shedding light. Shedding light. Shedding light on the on this, these dark times. Dark times. Dark times for Hollywood. Yep. Dark times for Hollywood. And we will see you next week. See you next week.